Do you feel politically homeless? Lost in the chaos of modern politics? Not sure who to believe? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Democrats call him a Republican. Republicans call him a socialist. He is Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Welcome to the Man in the Middle podcast, season two. I'm Stephen Reynolds, your host, recording today from the historic WGNS studios located in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Joining me today is my guest that really needs no introductions here in Rutherford County, Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Bill, welcome to the Man in the Middle. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I mean, you you are kind of a, one of the local historians here, and you've spent your entire life here in Rutherford County. And some people would say that's a good thing, and some people would say not so good, but I think it's a good thing. Well, I, I think it's a good thing, too. And the county has been really good to me, my family. And it's really been a great place to grow up, live, raise a family, all right. the good stuff. Right, absolutely. And now you've seen a lot of change here. But I've been in Rutherford County for 32 years, moved up here back in the 80s. Uh, but you've been here for well over 50 years. And 54 years. 54 years, yep. And you've, crazy. you've seen it change a lot, Bill. And uh, if, if there's anything you could pick out, is there one? Is it Nissan? Is it oh. Murphy Center? Well, I tell you what, when I was a kid growing up in the 70s, yeah, there may have been 30,000 people that lived here. It was kind of like being in Manchester, right. McMinnville, something like that. Yep. And you knew everybody. You could go to the square. And people shopped around the square. It's not all attorney's offices like it is today. Right. You had, uh, there was a Fred's department store. There was a Dollar General on the square. Mm-hmm. And I can remember when the uh, interstate, I-24, came through. Yeah. In the early 70s. And downtown did not want an interchange coming from the interstate. And the reason being, they thought it would take away business. All the business, yeah. From downtown yeah. would be closer to the interstate. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that wild how people think? And now, you it, know. it really is. It's just like the story of Middle Tennessee State. You know, first, MTSU back in 1910, 1909, they were yeah. looking at Manchester and right. Coffee County. They wanted to put the university there. Right. But the people in Manchester said, oh, no, this will change the community too much. Right. And look what it's done. <laughs> look what it's Murfreesboro. done. An unbelievable economic driver, yeah. not to mention raising the level of education. Well, think at one time, Murfreesboro had three or four colleges. This was in the 1800s. We had a, right. uh, there was a college for women. There was Seoul College. There was, I think there was an Eaton College. Union University, where Central Middle East today moved to Jackson. Yes, that I'm very familiar. That's a Baptist college. And yep. um, there was another one I'm thinking of, Seoul. And then Middle Tennessee State Normal School was in 1911 it was founded just like uh yeah. east tennessee state and yeah. then i think tennessee state later on but originally it was a school i guess for teachers right so it they was could for learn teachers. how to teach and then yeah. campus school where i went to school yeah uh, was built in the early 20 late 20s yeah and that's where the teachers would go to learn how to teach right Children. So education has been a big role Hallmark in this area. Hallmark of Rutherford County. Hallmark yes. Rutherford County, Murfreesboro. And one of the main drivers and economic drivers of this community, not only what the university generates on its own, but the people that it puts out. Obviously, that's what 
employers and people want right. our educated workforce, right? People don't realize that Murfreesboro, we had a Nobel Prize winner, James Buchanan. Yes, we did. Of economics. Yes. His sister, Elizabeth Worley, was my first grade teacher at campus school. Her grandfather was John P. Buchanan, who was the governor of Tennessee in the late 1800s. As a small child, I would go visit her out at their farm. It was John Price Buchanan, which is Buchanan School, Manchester Highway. Oh, yeah. He had a farm there. It's still there. The house is still there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. But you were around politics your whole man, life. I grew up in politics. Yeah. I mean, you, you're. Uh, tell me again. Uh, well, you, I grew up uh -huh. where uh, my grandfather, Bill Wilson, my. my uh, who I'm named after. Right. Really, I'm named after Shoot. my grandfather, Rogers and Wilson. My mother's maiden name was Rogers. Uh -huh. Dad's name, uh, well, the Wilsons, they came from Red Bull and Springs. Okay. Macon, have you ever been to Macon County? I have, it, yeah. It's a lot of tobacco. Oh, yeah. Probably some moonshine. I don't know. Maybe a little marijuana. Maybe, maybe a little hemp, but uh, <laughs> it's it's different. And, and mother's family came from uh, Rugby, which yeah. is Morgan County. Yeah, that's even further east, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But... But they say my grandfather Wilson could run a bulldozer as well as anybody. I'm a mix between. Yeah. Um, my mother had her family traced back to the Mayflower, and I think my dad had his traced back to Old Woodbury Highway sometime. <laughs> but um, no, I'm joking, Dad. And God, Dad's not with us anymore, but he would not think that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I you were know, running around the man, courthouse as a kid. You you knew all that. I were, knew everybody. Uh, my grandfather Wilson, he was the local sheriff here of Rutherford County from 1956 to 1962, and they used to be two year terms. Mm -hmm. And then from 1964 to 1968, so he was he was sheriff. Had the first African American deputies in 1962-63, I think, in the state. It may be some of the first in, in the South. Right. I always find that interesting. Oh, it is, Bill. I, I mean, that that's a lot of leading. Were you born in the hospital here? I was born at the old Rutherford Hospital. At the old Rutherford Hospital. Bell Street. Yeah. Which was built in the late 1920s. And the way that hospital came about was the Christie, it was the Christie Houston Foundation. Some charities got together and they formed that uh -huh. and took the monies to build that. Right. And right across from the hospital was the first catholic church that's correct yeah and the building's still there but but they've moved they yeah moved because mm -hmm. yeah when they first came here uh, the ku klux klan was trying to run them out of town yeah i did a story on that on mr murphy no Pearl. kidding so so they there was a bias a against catholics too yes, there was a bias mm -hmm. against catholics mm -hmm. moving to yeah, the bigotry area. really yeah yeah but uh -huh. now you know it's saint rosa lima there on i think it's tennessee boulevard yeah but i tell you what's amazing is how the this city has grown this area right. has grown right but going back to the politics granddaddy was the, the sheriff yeah so when i was a little toddler i learned politics by going around knocking on doors saying please vote for my granddad yeah and then my grand then my dad was the county commissioner of the 21st district and then was the chairman of the board of the county court county commission which today is known as the county mayor the county mayor went from yeah. chairman of the board of mm. the Corley Court, County Commission, yeah, and then uh, John Mankin. It was Ben Hall McFarland, my dad, John Mankin, Nancy Allen, yeah. Ernest Burgess, Bill Ketcher. Bill Ketcher, yeah. And then, uh, and then Granddaddy was a sh 
was the road superintendent from 1968 to like 1976. Very important job. So I used to go yeah. to the rock crush. Oh, yeah. And watch them blow up stuff. And yeah. I got to ride bulldozers. I always thought it was cool to get to ride in those big old dump yeah. trucks. Yeah. See, I got to do that. And the see old quarry. built yeah. here. Yeah, the old um, quarry out there on Murfreesboro Highway. Right. That was my uncle and my dad. They oh, started really? back in the late 40s. Yeah. I didn't and know so that. that's why I was very familiar with Murfreesboro. Always, to your point, I would come up here and ride the bulldozers and climb on the right. trucks and climb the rock piles and all the things that kids love to do. So, uh, Bill, before, and, and I want to get back to the hospital because I think it's right. really important. I think that's one of the real game changers for Rutherford County recently. But I've got to ask you I know you were here and you were alive when Elvis came to I was at the Murphy City. You were at the how old were you, Bill? I was nine concert? years old. Nine years old. Let me let me tell you about Elvis. Yeah. Elvis, I'll tell you a story about Elvis. In fact, he used to come to Murphy's but before in the nineteen fifties, yeah. There's a, a house called Boxwood, which was a plantation. Okay. Yep. Next to the to the uh, Methodist church out there. First United not first United. It's Fellowship Methodist. Okay. Kind of across from that Walmart on Salem Highway. Right. There was a pool house. Right, and my girlfriend at the time, her best friend, uh, dated Brother McCullough, okay. whose father is Hubert McCullough, who I think he was the state finance director under Lamar Alexander, I believe. Okay, but I used to go out there quite a bit and hang out with Brother, and we double date and stuff. Sure, but Elvis. In the fifties, used to go stay in that. Uh, there was a studio out there, and he would record. And he hung out there, but Elvis used to come to town. No kidding. Yeah. So he'd be out of Nashville probably, and he'd, and a little bit more isolated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he 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 was known. He loved Murfreesboro. In fact, I've got original bootleg. No kidding. CD that someone gave me gave Mister Murfreesboro of the concert. It was in August of '75, the last time he appeared here. Yeah. At Murphy Center and in. Track number 18, he goes, I'd like to thank all you fine and nice people of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. This is like a, it was like his fourth appearance there. Right. Because when he came, he not he did more than one show. He did like two shows. Right. Yeah. No, I think he ended up doing like four shows did, total. He, yeah, I don't know how many total, but he did more than just one show. Oh, well, Bill, 74 and 75. I can tell you that, that my childhood memory, when anyone asked me, did you have a bad childhood? The only thing that comes up was the fact that my parents left me at home when they came to see Elvis at Murphy Center. So you have now, a resentment. I have a little resentment over that from four years, <laughs> you know, from, from 1974. Bill, Local uh, folks moving in here, they don't realize how big of a deal that was to us. To back. see, well, Murphy Center used to be the place. It was the place before it was Murphy Center. In bon Jovi, I saw you too there. You t- I saw Willie you too Nelson. there. Yeah, also, there was also wrestling matches there. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of great uh, Billy Joel there. Uh, Elton John. Elton John. There's been a lot. Uh, Journey. Journey, my gosh, uh, yes. Rod Stewart, Hank. Tina Turner, Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. I think something to do with Charlie Daniels. Oh, the yeah, first Charlie Daniels. Volunteer the jam. Uh, first or second volunteer jam was there, yeah. Yeah, Murphy Center seats about 11,000, maybe 10,000 to 11,000. Right. With the bleachers out. Right. And we could talk about the old basketball games there when oh, it yeah. was packed. Oh, yeah. During the OVC, I was there when MTSU beat Kentucky. When we beat Kentucky, yes, that's the biggest. Forty-four in yeah. 1981, I believe. Yeah, that was, was the biggest 15. sporting event. Or when that happened, it, then we beat Kentucky in Rupp Arena. Well, no, we beat. Oh, we beat, beat them here. Kentucky at Vanderbilt in the NCAA. That tourney. was it. It was the and Kentucky tourney. was supposed to play Louisville 
in the next round. Oh, They'd man. already had T-shirts printed. Oh up. man, Louisville versus Kentucky until yeah. Little Middle. We used to be called Little Middle. Little Middle, yeah. Beat Kentucky fifty to forty-four, and uh, Joe B. Hall. I remember was the that day, coach. And uh, it was uh, Jerry Beck, Chris Harris, I think Mike Buck, or Pancakes Perry. Yeah. Uh, we beat them, and I was there with a couple of middle fans and surrounding the blue mist of uh, the Kentucky fans. And yeah, but they but didn't talk trash. They, they, yeah, I bet they did, and they still middle probably middle don't. But you yeah. know, you think about that building, the Murphy Center building, yeah, and how it's still utilized. We're almost 40 years in. Yeah. Now, there's been renovations, and they've had to do some major things. 45 years. 45 yeah. years in. And it just goes to show when you really put your mind to something yeah. and build a good building, it'll last throughout the ages, and you take care of it. Yeah. That's why I'm a big proponent of the uh, United Campus Workers. They weren't hiring guys off Craigslist, paying them 7 bucks an hour to take care of that place. They used unionized campus workers that – Looked at that facility as if it were their own. Murphy Center. The Murphy Center, yeah, yeah in particular. Yeah. It's seen a lot of uh, tracking events. I saw Herschel yes. Walker run there. Yeah, uh, wow. In the early 80s. Yeah. But they had indoor track. And Dean Hayes. Dean Hayes, Hall of Fame, wow, uh, yeah. The, the, he's been there, I think, since the conception of uh, MTSU, since Murphy Center, right. at least. Right. He's been there for probably 50 years or so. Yeah. And he's coached several. Uh, all Americans, Brian Oldfield, who was Olympian, won won a medal. I think the '76 Olympics. People don't realize that Murfreesboro, like General MacArthur's wife, was from here. Right. Sarah Childress, uh, James K. Post's wife, was from here. Yeah. And they had a parade for MacArthur. It was like 1950. He flew into Seward Air Force Base. I believe it was in Smyrna. And he had a Rolls Royce. It was he promised Gene, oh, his man. wife, that he was going to come to Murfreesboro. He did. Yeah. And they went around the square, and he had his Rolls Royce out, and his driver was driving him. And that Rolls Royce supposedly broke down at the corner of Manny and Main Street at my old family church in front of Central Christian Church. And they say the general was not too happy, and they pushed him down Main Street. Oh, oh my gosh. Over to MTSU. <laughs> and probably to verify that would be... Uh, John Hood would be a good one to talk to. But I've always heard yeah. that story. Great story. Yeah. Great story, Bill. That's why I always like sharing with you. You know, yeah, that shared history of seeing this area grow um, for such a long time. You talked about being born in the old hospital. Um, Bill, can you imagine the public health crisis that we're experiencing today? Where would your anxiety level be? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything of the old hospital. They served helped a lot of people over the right. time but it was time for something modern it was time for something modern uh because of the population growth it had been in existence since 1929 and i think the new hospital st thomas has been existing maybe 10 years yeah right about 10, 10 years and and 2009 2010 mm -hmm. and it, it's a it's a uh, a great regional yeah, well, we've got a state-of-the-art facility. But our with population good. is growing, and yeah. it's hard to keep up with the COVID going on. Yeah. And they've added on to it. I'm sure oh, yeah. they added another four, three or four stories. Right. And uh, Gordon Ferguson does a great job out there. But, um, but I think I saw where Vanderbilt was trying to come in and put a hospital in. I still don't understand why. That didn't get approved. Or yeah. Because well, thanks for bringing that up. Well, we're yeah. not a 
we're not just a small community anymore. There's communities since they started cl closing down these little hospitals in McMinnville or wherever. Right, rural Tennessee. More people are coming in to St. Thomas. Yeah. And there's an overflow. I guarantee you, if we built another hospital. It'd be full, too. It'd be full. And it gives the consumer, the citizens, nothing against St. Thomas. It gives people a choice. It gives people a choice. It would bring in high-paid professionals, more surgeons, more doctors, more nurses, more techs. $135 million construction price tag. Oh, yeah. Bill, that's a, now you're in the real estate business. That Those don't come along no. but once or twice in a lifetime. Yeah, you don't come across those very much. Right. Murfreesboro, for the longest, has been known as a blue-collar city. Yeah. And, and rightly so. I mean, we have a great uh, working force here. you got State Farm, which... <laughs> The right. building's closing. Right. It re the regional office, but they're still going to have them. The employees are still going to be working at from home. You've got the VA for the veterans. Right. you got MTSU, which is probably, the for the buck, is the nicest university around. Largest that, university in the state of Tennessee right. now. Great. It's mm -hmm. where I graduated from. Mm -hmm. It did take yeah. me eight years, but I did. It's called <laughs> Perseverance. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know... Murfreesboro needs another hospital. Yeah, well, I think that it would be good for the community. And I understand the pickle that our local politicians are in because, you know, Bill, uh, St. Thomas does a lot for this community. And oh, yes. I've never been dissatisfied. I've been a customer, I guess you would say, or a patient. Right. Never had a bad experience. I've only had heard good things from, from almost everyone. Right. And so it has nothing to do with that, but really just has to do with choice with raising the economic Supply level and demand yeah raising the economic level of the of the community right i mean it's not like vanderbilt is some uh you know just i they just started up yesterday yeah, right i mean if i mean vanderbilt to me is on the same level as john hopkins the oh, mayo clinic it's if not the top hospital in the country. Right. One of the top three. Right. And so, anyway, I, I hope that we can get this worked out and get that too. Vanderbilt Hospital into Rutherford County. So, right. Bill, that, that leads me to where I want to go, kind of on the economy. Well, well back back to anxiety levels the hospital real fast. You said, it, with everything that's going on in the world today, right. imagine if we had the old hospital here in Murfreesboro. I think people's anxiety here locally would be much higher. And uh, and so that's what it must feel like to live in Cannon County. Yeah, that's what, got a small hospital there, but it's nothing like right. Or that's here. what it feels like to live in you know one of these small rural right. counties. And so you're right; it's it's turned into a great region. But let's move on to the economic side because you sell homes for a living. I've been doing it for the last twenty years. Twenty years selling homes, and and we've never, Bill. I've lived here thirty two years. I've seen it slow down a little bit. But I've never seen it really stop. Have you? I have. Well, not stop completely, but, but when uh, the market fell apart, 2008 to 2007, about, 2008. To about 2012 or 13, about three or four or five years there, it right. was, we couldn't give. If I pulled up 100 houses yeah. on the MLS, yeah. 80 of those would be a short sale mm -hmm. or um, when I'm. Uh, Foreclosure. Foreclosure or short mm -hmm. sale. Yeah. It's not like that now. Right. It's a seller's market today. Right. Everything's based on supply and demand. We have an abundance of buyers. Yeah. We don't have an inventory. Right. Especially when I started out in 2000, 20 years ago, 
the interest rate was about eight nine percent. Mm-hmm. Now it, it's, I've heard it two point seven five three percent. So there's right. a big difference there. Um, land is not as cheap as it was. The the farmers think they're gold in them hills. You know, there's right. It costs money. Yeah. To develop. And it's passed on to the consumer. There's the thing called the impact fee. Yeah, let's talk about that because Which, recently Murfreesboro, I think Wilson County, there's another county. There's some other uh, counties that are they're like tripling or something. Yeah, and and I'm I'm not sure I understand that because I, I thought the state of Tennessee had put limits in uh, because the rest of the state doesn't want an impact fee. But what they're doing is they're pa- the developer, yeah, or the city saying they're no, just passing, they're it, passing on. it on to the consumer. And you're, they disclose that. I know there's several builders, developers. They disclose it at the closing table. That's I think that's good. And that's the fair thing to do. But mm-hmm. is it ever going to shut down? Uh, I don't think you'll ever see. Yeah, it well, shut down. well, that's great because you're you're kind of leading me to where I want to go. So, should our government? You've been around politics your whole life. Yeah. Should our government base its future fortunes and its budget on a continuous build out in perpetuity? I don't think so. I really don't think you can do that. Yeah. Because we don't know as the crow flies. I mean, the good news about Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, we're the exact center of Tennessee. Yeah. If you take a pin on a map and put it on Murfreesboro and go out 500 miles and draw a circle around that, you're within a day's drive of 75% of the U.S. population. Right. To get to the Gulf Coast or the East Coast, you've got to come through close by Murfreesboro because of 840s yeah. interchange with 24, 65, and 40. Yeah. You know so, who did that? By Al Gore Sr. did that. By Al the Gore way. Sr.? Yeah. Made sure three interstates intersected in the state who, uh, of Tennessee. Was it yeah. my grandmother and Al Gore Sr. used to double date, and he used to come out on the the steps of Kirksey, Maine, and go, one day I'm going to be president of the United States. He never did, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, his son came close. Yeah, came uh, close, yeah. But, but you know, the... So this impact fee's not going to make a big difference in the long run. No, it's just the cost of doing business. It is, yeah. That's all it is, is the cost. With, I think right now it may be $750, maybe 1500 Right. Don't quote me on that. But they're talking about it, one I saw was maybe 6500 or or the that's consulting crazy. firm came yeah. back and said 6500 Somebody's getting... Yeah, that's... Well, so, so what are the solutions for the government if we don't do the impact fee? Really, the only other thing, you talked about the wheel tax earlier. Well, and when the wheel no, to say that he... Yeah. implemented the wheel tax yeah. to pay for schools like Riverdale and Oakland. And, you know, when I, in the seventies, we only had in 72, there's only one high school. Yeah. Murfreesboro right. central. And then you had, I think you had Eagleville. Now you've got about eight or nine different, and they're building new ones. Left Even more. Right. Yeah. Rockville's got a new one. I mean, so you can't, you can't base it. You can't put your eggs all in one basket. Mm-hmm. I don't right. think. Now, right. how do you sleep? There's a there's a flip a coin. If you get on social media, there's a bunch of people who are complaining. Murfreesboro's too big. Right. They're the ones that moved here the last ten years yeah, right. and yeah, are complaining. Right. Right. Now we have a great we you know, the the state has a, a no income tax. Right. But we have other taxes. You you know Mm-hmm. You, but you've got to pay for those services. We, we really do, police Bill. Police and fire and all that. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that you really do. And when you look at it, we still have the lowest property taxes in the country. 
Right. Uh, even Davidson County, which we're hearing a lot about their recent property tax increases, right. the lowest proper, some of the lowest property taxes still in the country. Right. And so at some point, something's got to give. And, uh, and I think that, that we continue to look for these magic bullets like impact fees when the reality is it's going to be ba- – the state of Tennessee only gives you really two ways, and that's property tax and that's right. the wheel tax. The wheel tax. Uh-huh. Uh, Bill, one of the major things they're facing, the Hall investment tax was eliminated back in 2016, which is for investments over a million dollars. And so I'll challenge you to ask your county commissioner and to ask Mayor Ketron or all of them. I know they're all going to confirm this, but the elimination of that put holes in every county's budget because that was money money from the state that that was off that hall tax that now they don't have. So there's a shortage. There is a – that's right, all over the state. And so these counties are trying to find ways to make up for that now. I'll trade out the hall tax and say, okay, let's not in- – if we don't invest – if we don't tax millionaires, maybe more of them will come invest here, right? That's right. the thought behind it. But I don't see J.P. Morgan setting up shop in downtown Murfreesboro. No, no, you? no. Right. Maybe so, Williamson County. Maybe, right, definitely. Maybe Williamson County. Right. But these are the things that we've, we're going to have to deal with in the future for – I know that you want to continue the legacy of your family. Right. And I think most people do. And so we, but at some point, we're going to have to be honest with ourselves and say, hey, look. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. And it's going to be either the government getting involved. Either taxes are going to go up. Right. Or the, you know, right. Or the public, like you said. Yeah. I think there's, there's a way that the public and private sector can work together. You know, absolutely, there are, but 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 there there's you know the the you can't privatize the fire department. No, right. Think about somebody. You know, we could talk about defund the police. People right. heard that, right? Or you're going to become a socialist. Well, let me let me tell you, the New Deal was socialist. I mean, we've yeah. lived in socialism for for years. Yeah. We would the all police. still be poor farmers. Well, think about TVA, yeah, uh, electricity. You want to do without electricity, right? Um, the flood control, just from TVA alone. Yeah. Our ancestors dealt with massive flooding I all the time. I had a great time. uncle who's one of his best friends was Cordell Hull. He was the Secretary of State. One of the I think finest the Tennesseans ever. hunt together. Yeah. And, um, in fact, Smith County, my, one of my old family cemeteries is up in Sullivan's Bend. And a lot of Cordell Hull Lake used to be family's land. No kidding. And, uh, I mean, there's people buried in there born in the 1750s. Right. Uh, so it goes way back. Oh, yeah. Um, but I tell you, we've got it good here. We've got it yeah. good here. We're standing on the shoulders of giants. Right. We've got it good. I tell you what drives an economy are your jobs. Mm-hmm. Jobs. Right. That's what I've always been told. Yeah. Um, we have a plethora of nice places to work. But take, for example, in Nissan is in Smyrna. It's Rutherford County. If it ever shut down. Yeah. There's no telling how many jobs are spin off. Fifty thousand jobs. It would be. I don't know how many. Devastating. Yeah. Never in my. You know, if I ever heard that was happening. Yeah. That's when I would begin to worry. No I'm, kidding, Bill. And so this is this is why I ask our citizens to take this very seriously. This virus and everything. If you're a Japanese billionaire, if you if you're a Japanese, and you've got multi-billion-dollar investment, but you can't really go check on it. Right. Because 
of the virus is everywhere here. They're probably their own country won't allow them to come here. Right. How long do you, I mean, Bill, if you had an investment in Japan that was a billion dollars, how long would you go before you could go check? And I realize they have their people here. And yeah. I realize modern technology changes a lot of that. But we've got to be honest with ourselves about a healthy, yeah. a healthy citizens is a good economy. How could you replace Nissan? Right, you could. I don't think you. Yeah. You could. Yeah. I know that Saturn over in Williamson County, um, it's shut down for a while. I think it's running. It is. Running oh yeah, again. they're they're about to start building electric cars there. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a big thing. Uh, uh, Cadillacs, electric yeah, Cadillacs. I, I drive a Prius. Just don't tell anybody. But yeah. I, <laughs> I drive a Prius, and people make fun of me. My Siblings, I have Toyota too. Toyota's my brand, but I'm yeah. the one that fills up maybe every ten days or so. Right. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of jobs created with that. Yeah. The whole thing they're talking about electric, going electric. Yeah, I do too. Hybrid, and uh, I think we're we're on the like you said we're on the verge of something great. I think are, so I too, think Bill. It's right here, and uh, it's a great place. Think about this, Murfreesboro. Is like one of the fastest growing areas, Rutherford County, in the right. country. Why? Well, I can tell you, education. I call it Norman Rockwell Town. We have one of the greatest, I mean, the downtown area, the courthouse, historic. People forget that there was one of the top seven battles of the Civil War was fought here. In eighteen, the end of 62 and 1863, Murfreesboro was in a top 15 or 20 city of population for two or three days there was like eighty thousand troops there. right right because of all the troops yeah. and there was where the where we shopped today the avenue uh-huh there was 23 24 000 casualties yeah so amazing yeah and i had a great great grandfather who fought on on one side the other one fought on the other side they mm-hmm. fought against each other sure. shiloh chickamauga but well, one of the things that you and I both enjoy is the Rutherford County Historical Society. Yeah, I know I've you seen need to you. Join it's, that. I know $25. I've. It's twenty five bucks a year. I, I'm a member, and I've seen you there several times, Bill. And I think for as far as the Civil War goes, what a lot of Tennesseans, even I, didn't realize was how torn the local citizens were, and how so many civilians really didn't want to pick a side, but ended up being forced to pick a side during right. the Civil War right. because of one tragedy or another sure. and uh so anyway it's a totally different story than what you get in the history books when you start hearing about bushwhackers and guerrilla warfare and young adults being murdered out in the woods and you know oh, yeah. i mean we it, don't know we really don't know because right. like you said there was two i've got the original newspaper of the battle of murfreesboro uh-huh. january 1st 1863 no kidding it's called the daily rebel banner yeah a lot of your southern newspapers didn't survive because that was part of history. Right. And uh, whoever know, the, wins the war writes the history. That's right. If yeah. you win, the, right. The uh, what is it? The toils go to the uh, the spoils go to the winner. Yeah, right. And right. Uh, you know, we could get started on that. You well, know, the, yeah, but 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 point is, is this community's come a long way. We've come a long, long way. A lot of people don't realize uh, Judy Garland used to visit her grandparents, yeah. the Gums lived here yeah we've got astronauts who live here. astronauts dr yes, ray said yes. and gibson live here she was a graduate of central high school two or three space shuttle missions. yes to yes uh, yes we have a lot of 
notable people that are from here. Yes. And there's I, a lot more to come. A lot more to come. And so, Bill, one of the ideas that's been bounced around, and I'd like to get you on board for this, because from talking about the investment, talking about the future, we've talked about the hospital, how good it would be for the community. One of the things that I've seen are these um, communities like Rutherford County or the city of Murfreesboro would invest into a technology center, which is basically a, a, um, a nesting for high-tech companies to get started right and provides the facilities and provides some of the capital even kind of like a silicon valley is that kind of like a mini silicon valley and in return these these guys that get started that take off maybe they'll stay here they'll stay here right, right. that's the key is when they graduate yeah stay here start a business yeah absolutely that that is the key as I want to get now, you on board on well, that because I know is you there have not a lot a of leverage. Te- technological center. There on is. Fort Parkway, that's the state of Tennessee, and that's the trade school. But I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about what they're doing out in Colorado. I'm talking about what they're doing out in the in the Silicon Valley, which right. are helping these uh, startups get going. But anyway, we that's one of the ideas that hemp I have out there. Hemp is the big thing now. Well, hemp, everybody's. Oh yeah. Well, so see, we can change. We know how to change the agriculture scene. Yeah. In Tennessee, and even in Rutherford County, be, would be great. It's grown right now. Mike Tyson, tell that story. Mike Tyson owns a hemp He's farm in Rutherford. Murphy. Yeah, he yeah. comes here. I think uh, he was here a few months ago. Yeah. The guys, I mean, it's a trip, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson owns a hemp farm in Rutherford County, yeah. Tennessee. And he, somebody said he's looking for, or maybe he's got a place in Nashville. Yeah, right. But, uh yeah. But but yeah, so that would transform the, the agriculture. We we know we've got a lot of problems. Let let's get back to let's get back to this virus, Bill, that keeps plaguing us. Yeah. I'm I'm talking to a lot of people who've been doing all the right things. The mask, yeah, washing hands, staying away. Yeah. And and I know that we both talk to a lot of people that are unhappy about lockdowns, shutdowns, all those types of things. And this is a real true. I know this is a minefield issue here, but we're not going to fix this until we get the virus under control. There is no economy. Do you agree with I, that? Bill? I would agree with you. Uh, now, if we take half of America, just split. Okay. Yep. Half of them are saying you better wear. And I wear my mask. I always have a mask right. on me. Whether I'm at Target, Walmart, if I'm out and about, I've got a mask on. Right. Number one, I want to protect myself yep. and protect others and be an example. Right. I think it starts with leadership. I still think the governor, Lee, yeah, who may be a fine guy, seems to be a Christian guy. But I would tell him he needed, as the leader of the state of Tennessee, he should have mandated that. Yeah. Because let me tell you why. Number one, if I'm a traveling salesman, which I've done all my life right just about 30 years 35 years i don't know which county is under a mandate and who's who's not and who is so if i'm traveling Mm -hmm. he should have mandated it and then people can choose for themselves right whether it's kind of like speeding ticket you're right well because they're not going to enforce it probably yeah i have a lot of friends who said they would not wear a mask they caught the COVID, now they wear a mask because they were in the hospital for, mm-hmm. for three weeks. Mm-hmm. I've got friends I know who have died from it. Mm-hmm. So sooner or later, it's a numbers game, just like yes. sales. Yes. Sooner or later, you've heard people talk about the herd. No herd people and, get yeah, it. It's right. just going to work its way out. Right. Kind of like what Trump, you know, he, he talked, oh, I'm not going to wear it. He gets it. And I think he was probably sicker than what, what was led on. Probably. But 
because he's the president, he got the finest drugs that were known to man. Of course he did. If that's the good best for the treatment. president, it should be mm. good for the citizens. There you go, Bill. Oh, um, now don't go talking like a well, socialist now, Bill. Yeah, I know, but that, that's the thing. <laughs> Just tease it. Well, no, no that, but, think about it. This COVID pills, well, it's like the flu. It's not a big thing until you get it, right? Right. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. It doesn't. Black, white, gay, straight, whatever. Economic. If you get a phone call yeah. this afternoon that your 12-year-old child has COVID or has leukemia, has some sort of disease, money will only work for so much mm-hmm. to pay for the drugs or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're all – this COVID's made an equal playing ground for everybody. It really has, Bill. And what, what I'm starting to see now is a lot of resentment build up from the people who've actually obeyed the rules. Because the longer this thing drags on, the longer the people that have been staying at home, doing the proper things, they're getting really mad mental, at the people. It's a mental thing, too. It really, they're getting mad at the people who continue to you know, do their own thing, not follow the guidelines of the CDC, just right. like this weekend. It's my right if I want to wear it or not. Yeah. I, you know, and that's, it's the same. Well, what's, what's the nudist camp is in Bradyville, right? What if those folks in Bradyville? Rock Haven. Yeah, don't, Rock Haven. Don't ask me how I know yeah, that. Uh, yeah. What if those folks out at Rock Haven, we, folks, we have a local nudist colony here. Yeah, it's Bradyville been here Road. for years, yeah, been here for, for years. 30 plus years. Yeah. What if those guys said, you know, Y'all can't force me to wear pants when I come to town. I mean, right? there would be a lot of people going to jail. Yeah, there would be, Bill. Right? It would be seen as lewd well, and ridiculous and seven-year-old unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> right? But but that's kind of the same argument that they're making is is you know, hey, why should I wear pants? Why should I wear shoes? But Bill, I'm starting to see the resentment build toward, and hopefully we're reaching that point, uh, that event horizon where folks are really going to lock themselves down. I think what people down. realize it's not all about me. Right. It's about others. Yes. It's not about me. It's right. But a lot of people take it personal. Yeah. That's something a friend of mine, uh, Fallon Greenway, told me. Uh, remember Q-tip. Quit taking it personal. Yeah, right. Quit taking it personal. Just because we don't. Here's my thing in life. We can agree to disagree agreeably. We've always still said respect that, Bill. Each other. Yep. I have a lot of friends who are Republicans. I got a lot of friends who are Democrats. And uh, I get along with everybody. I'm like Elvis. Elvis, you say, if you cut me, man, I'll bleed. Yeah, right. Three things affect everybody. Finances. Yep. Romances. And health. Health. Finances are your job. Do you have a job? Mm-hmm. Do you have a bank account? Mm-hmm. There's been times in my own life where I didn't have a bank account. I didn't have a job. Didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. And then there's been other times in life where I, I didn't keep up with money because I had so much I'd never kept up with it. Mm-hmm. And then the... Uh, romance is, is your relationships. How's your relationship with your wife, your significant other? Um, how's your relationship with your kids? How's your relationship with the guy that just pulled out in front of you at Walmart? How's your re- relationship uh, with your coworkers? Somebody that works for you or you work for somebody else. And then your relationship with the Lord. The third thing is health. Yeah. With COVID-19 going on, that affects, it don't matter who you are. Right. And that's what we're talking Down about Down to here. your core, you're exactly right. So, I would tell people, wear a mask until it's not a, it's really not a big deal. Yeah. Well, if you really want to help the small businesses, 
then then we've got to get Without this thing people, over. Without there's no economy. That's exactly right. And and Bill, you know, the thing I like about uh, you, you're always positive and optimistic about be. a lot of things. Well, and it, and, I've and been it's married a, four times. <laughs> I'm Teflon. That's why I was like COVID. That's the old Sam Kinison joke. Eight morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Well, you see me. Um, you see me out mowing the yard. Just yeah. run me over. I'm Just run me over. <laughs> right. Just let me flatline. You're right. But uh, but you but there are blessings, Bill, and that's what I like about. Uh, talking to you is is that you're optimistic because you always find some blessings what have you figured out i i I have some things that during the pandemic that i never anticipated that i would see as a blessing do you have some school zones yeah think about that you're traveling yeah school there hadn't been kids haven't been there a lot of them are distance learning right i don't know why could i'm thinking why couldn't this happen when i was a kid no i don't want anybody to be hurt i don't want anybody to die we had the swine flu right Mm-hmm. Think of Snowbird. No school, no school, no school. Mm-hmm. I get up early in the morning, have a big snowstorm, yeah, and just pray to God that Rutherford County had those snowflakes going. Oh, out. yeah, right. Then that I would call them up. We're, we're going sledding. We're doing this, going to Tiger Hill. Uh, those days, I think there's been a loss of respect yeah. for humans. I mean, yeah. just... People, a, a total selfishness. I'm going to get mine. That's right. the society. Narcissism. Yeah, social media. And I've mm-hmm. been guilty of, you know, Mr. Murfreesboro. I've been guilty of having too much time on there. I look at it as entertainment. Right. I'm like, entertained everybody who's shut in. Yeah. I always know this. There's somebody who's worse off than I am. If you're having a bad time, mm-hmm. there's somebody who's going through something just like you. Don't ever give up. Uh Everybody goes through things. Yeah. When it's real bad, it may get worse, but it will get better. And when it's really good, it may get better, but changes are coming. Changes are coming. The pendulum always, always swings, yes. and you're going to go through all sorts of things. I think of the uh, James one. Con- consider it pure joy, friends, when we go have uh, trials and tribulations. I'm not there yet. Right. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm like, Lord, I want some more. <laughs> yeah, give me no, some more trials. Say, right. How can I fix the world? I need right. some more trials. Right. But we adapt and we learn whatever we're going through, whether it's cancer, COVID, if you're going through a breakup, you're getting married. I'm no marriage counselor. Right. I can tell you what not to do. Yeah. Share that wisdom with you. Uh, but we're going to get through it. People think of me first. I think of me. I'm not much. But that's all I ever think about. Yeah, you're right. Today, yeah, I try to think about others. Yeah, Bill, have you seen the social dilemma? You brought up social media. Have you seen that on Netflix? I the, have not. I would I'm highly still starting to watch Netflix. I'm behind I, five years. I would now. highly recommend that to so you kind of understand how Facebook pulls the levers. And basically, uh, what has happened is what you're describing, and kind of create a bunch of monsters. Well, we've gone from having a shared reality where the shared reality used to be was I'd see you at the city cafe, and I'd say, Hey, Bill, did you see Riverdale won the basketball game? last night yeah so we had this shared reality that we all had or you had a pen pal or you had a pen pal right Uh, (laughs) Right but now we have a million different realities and everybody's reality is their own 
they've created their own world and they'll yeah, live in it. Right. And so that's it. You need to watch the social I dilemma. I would that. really recommend that because, you know, you get those alerts from Facebook. You think, oh, so, well, they're doing I'm it. I'm sorry. On they're purpose. called notifications. Yeah. Or the notifications. <laughs> yeah. They're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Right. They're saying, hey, let's get Bill back engaged again. Boom. We need to get his eyes back in front of more of our viewers, more of our advertisers so that we can tell them, hey, we've got this many people that look this many times. Think about the time that's spent. Oh, it's unbelievable. Media. It's I've unbelievable. Got 30,000 followers. Unbelievable, I'm talking, Bill. I'm talking, wow. gather, I'm talking about my personal yeah. account, yeah. Mr. Murfreesboro, Instagram. Right. I don't really like Twitter. Right. Meredith likes Twitter, but I'm not a, tw- I'm not a tweet. There are a lot more politics on Twitter. Think. We had our country being run by Twitter. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Believe it. But those people are starting to pay for it now. The uh, What's his name? Zuckerberger? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Well, you've got two things coming up with the tech companies, Bill, the way that I see it. They're either going to bust them up like they did Ma Bell. You remember that? Sherman Antitrust. Because there's no competition or they're going to tax them heavy. And and what are they going to do with that tax money? That's yet to be determined. But I love Andrew Yang's UBI talking about universal basic income. Uh, if you can eliminate welfare departments, if you can eliminate public housing, if you can eliminate all of this bureaucracy in the government and just dump two grand in every American's bank account every month, we probably come out ahead. They would get your rent, your food, because most people. Well, think about the bottom up for the economy. Think about how that would instead of trickle, trickle down, down, like Reagan, yeah, that money Reagan would be spent and pumped into the economy every month. My only concern would be inflation, but uh, someone smarter than than me would have to talk about that as far as the economy, as far as the economics of it goes. I wonder but, who uh, President-elect Biden's going to be picking for all of his uh, cabinet. Well, I know he's doing... He's working on it right now. It's starting to come out, and I, I tried to warn a Democrat friend, this is not... And we're going to see some policy, but this is not going to be a policy administration. This is basically rebuilding from the ashes. I mean, been, the State Department is gone. Well, Justice is gone. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I think Biden's going to, he will probably hire, kind of like Clinton did, uh, some Republicans. I think he's going to bring he will. Them. Yeah. But he we has can, to. We can talk about the, there's really not a Republican Party. Now. Not anymore. It's the Trump Party. Right. And then whatever else you believe. Well, you and I talked about this on Ed's show. It was it was Republicans that elected Joe Biden. Republicans didn't get started here to about fifteen years ago. Isn't that amazing? I know you and I are both the only two you guys that we run into. Yeah, everybody had to be a Democrat. But but anyway, Bill, Bill, anything else you'd like to add? Plug your business. So. Well, um, y'all can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook and uh, Instagram, LinkedIn. I don't know where else, but uh, thank y'all for listening. I've, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, Bill. And if you're going through stuff right now, it's, it's uh, we're going through the holidays. Yes. Hang in there. It will pass. This too shall pass. It may feel like a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I've had a kidney stone. There's only two times in my life that I've had a Jesus moment. That's where I wanted to meet my maker. I was like, please, Lord, take me now. I'm ready to meet you. Seasick in the middle of the ocean where Hurricane Mitch was coming around the tip of Florida and I was in the Gulf deep sea fishing. Uh-huh. And then having a kidney stone at five o'clock in the morning, waking up crying. I bet. From pain. Mm-hmm. Having my, had to call my 84 year old father at the time to drive me to the ER. Yeah. And uh, those it, are, if you're going through anything like that, uh, divorce, you've just lost somebody, 
Hang in there. This too shall pass, and you're not alone. God loves you. I love you. Awesome. Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. I'll see you next week.